In episode three of English for Czech People, we go off on some crazy tangents, we do some highly offensive accents, and we also learn some fantastic grammar and vocab, specifically how to say he said and she said in a much quicker way. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's been a real day. Okay, tell me all about it, Jacob. Oh, I don't think I can. Um, <laughs> tell me about your day, Chris. How's your day been? Uh, well, it's uh, yeah, the same as every Friday, almost. Um, started off, uh, yeah, just with a lot of lessons in a row. I've, mm -hmm. uh, usually on a Friday, I start with three lessons in a row uh, and then have another one not too long after that. Uh, so, yeah, that was um, that's what happened with me. And by 12 o'clock, I was finished. Uh, but then I needed to... Uh, sorry, I am in the process of moving apartment. I think mm. I may have mentioned that in a previous episode. I don't think... If, I, I don't know if you did or not. But okay. uh, tell us about it. So you're moving moving flats? Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. so where do you live right now? Tell us about the current place and why you're moving. Okay, so I live in... Um, I live in Letna, uh, right between um, Letna Park, Letenska Sadi, mm -hmm. and Stromovka. Uh, so it's a very, very good location. That is nice. Like in those streets in between, um, I can't think of how to describe it, but uh, so Tremovka, like. well, it's okay, so it's very close to um, uh, it's very close to Latenska Namiesti, okay, all right, it's just around the corner mm -hmm. from Latenska Namiesti, mm -hmm. yeah, is it near the farm? Uh, yes, it is just mm. well, it's directly around the corner mm. from the farm. We should I really can... plug that place. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. Good English is to plug something is when you advertise something on a show or a podcast like this, like for free. Mm -hmm. You just advertise it to plug. So, yeah, we should really plug this place. If you're listening, guys, and you like good food, mm -hmm. especially English bacon and eggs, mm -hmm. you've got to go to the farm. It's called The Farm. It's uh, near Letna. Mm -hmm. Man, they have legit bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Word legit from last week. Real good bacon. And very good hash browns as well. Mm. I've uh, mm. encountered an issue sometimes when ordering hash browns in Prague that they're like, you know, quote unquote, traditional homemade. But that's not always the best thing. Mm. You know, these hash browns that I've gotten um, at other places uh, are like just a loose collection of fried potato bits, it's rubbish, and it's just—it's just not what I want. I, hash I want browns vary so much. Like, yeah, what do you think about McDonald's hash browns? Because I think they're the worst thing ever to be created. Really? No, I that's hate that's them with a passion. That's like sort of the—that's um, the base. That's the—that's uh, the, the base that I compare other hash browns to. If really? they are like, if they are like um, a McDonald's hash brown, then that's what I'm all about. You know, they should be better because at the end of the day, it is McDonald's. Um, uh, which I don't, you know, necessarily have a problem with, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, they need to be they need to be like a McDonald's hash brown. It needs to be a solid piece, yeah, a solid piece of hash brown. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, exactly. strewn all over the plate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or yeah. strewn. You've uh, that's you've... a rubbish word. Let's move on. From it. <laughs> <laughs> strewn is the worst. We're, we're, it's we're... a great word. I love it. All right, then. Guys, if you're listening, we're about to talk about strewn for 10 minutes, which is a word you're never going to need. But Chris, tell us about strewn. Okay, if let's something... Out, let's, let's, let's spell it first. Mm -hmm. S-T-R-E-W-N. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. If something is strewn around, it means that it is... Uh, imagine that something is just thrown mm. into an area or on an area. Not organized at yeah, all. Yeah, not in an mess. organized way. So, yeah. you know, think about a, f a farm and a, mm. a, where a horse or a, a cow lives and the fact that there is just bits of grass, hay, all right, and you just throw it on the ground for them, mm. you know? It's, it's just, just strewn, strewn around. around. Yeah, so yeah, it goes with around, right? Mm -hmm. Strewn around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it can be, yeah, it can be your clothes. Yes. If you're getting angry with your teenage daughter, you say, why are your clothes just strewn all over your, strewn around? Strewn yeah. around or strewn over? Strewn, strewn all, all over. over your bedroom, yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. yeah so there yeah. we go. I think we've done our thing. Yes. We've talked about strewn for longer than it's ever been talked about <laughs> in human history. But there we go. We've given it so, its respect. Right. So what are we doing again? Okay. We are getting off track. We are getting off track. We need track. to get back on track and mm -hmm. stay there for at least two minutes. So <laughs> at least. So we're talking about 
you moving house. Mm -hmm. So you live around Letna, Stromovka. Mm -hmm. Yes. And what's, uh, what's the place like that you're in currently? Is it a flat share? You live yes. by yourself? What's I the deal? Yes, I, uh, I live in a flat share situation with four other people. And oh, look. Cozy. Cozy. Mm, um, look, it's big enough. There right. are five rooms. Uh, and it is an upstairs and a downstairs situation. There are so two it's a two-floor apartment? Yes. That's yeah. Mm -hmm. And cool. both floors have their own toilet and uh, bathroom or shower. And uh, so, you know, it's it's comfortable in that respect. But there is only one kitchen and that can become a little right. bit crowded right. uh, and busy uh, sometimes. And then, yeah, sometimes there are things just strewn all over the kitchen counter. Oh. <laughs> Terrible. And uh, just a quick note mm -hmm. about your flatmates. Mm -hmm. If they're listening, you mm -hmm. have to be nice to them, of course. But mm -hmm. where are they from? Uh, they are, okay, two of them. Three of them, sorry, um, are from Slovakia. So we've got four Slovak passport holders in the cool. apartment. Cool. And then um, the, the other longest serving flatmate, as in the other person that has been there for a long time, right. um, is from Russia. Okay. Yeah. And just to get that joke, longest serving to serve, we usually use in the military. Mm -hmm. So he's served for 10 years. Yeah. So. Kind of a bit of a joke. Yeah. Oh, I think it's just something that we have now used. Oh, yeah? We now use it in other okay. in other places. Okay. Uh, so yeah, the longest I am the other than Jacob, I am the longest serving teacher at Speak Like yeah. Me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, those are our, uh, those are my flatmates, and they're all fine. They're all they're, they're all nice enough people. It's great. I you know don't have a problem um, living with them. It's yeah. It's it's. I would say it's mainly the uh, the apartment itself. And look, it's they're all individually yeah great. Uh, great fine people but it's the fact that there's four of them you know mm. i'm in my 30s bro yeah uh living uh, living with that many other 32, people right? yes just for yeah. the listeners at home you mm -hmm. can visualize yeah mm -hmm. good looking 32 year old <laughs> young man we'll get to that in a minute let's <laughs> yeah yeah uh so yeah I, I feel like i need to at least decrease the amount of people that i live with um so I am doing that. And then, yeah, the apartment itself is falling apart. Mm. Yeah. Uh, is So Rospadnot C, I believe. Mm. Yeah. Checks better than me in this mm. case. Mm -hmm. Yeah, something like Rospadnot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the condition of it is just getting worse and worse mm. and worse over time, unfortunately. It's a bit worn out. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely Decrepit. worn out. Yeah. Um, dilapidated. Dilapidated. Yeah. Which just thing. means just fucked <laughs> <laughs> basically old and broken and rubbish yeah yeah, yeah. dilapidated it, it needs um a lot of work yeah um a uh, a renovator's dream hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and remember if you this is something that comes up in every lesson that we teach we don't say reconstruct we say yes. renovate yes my house has been renovated because mm -hmm. reconstruct it sounds like you took apart every brick mm -hmm. and put it back together again. From the ground up. From the ground up. Yeah. Od nuli. Od zakladu. Yeah. Od zakladu. So we, don't, we say renovate, mm -hmm. not reconstruct. Yeah. Okay, so you're moving um, to basically live with less people and to have a nicer place. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. So you found a place then? Yeah, we did. Okay. Cool. Uh, we being uh, a, um, a long time, one of, my, one of my oldest friends in Prague. Uh, one of the we, longest serving. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, it's a <laughs> no, bit much to say weird, that she, yeah. yeah, that okay. she's serving as a friend. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> definitely um, not a good way to put yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, one of my uh, one of my oldest friends in Prague. Um, uh, met her at uh, the hostel that I worked at. We worked at the hostel. Yeah, everything starts and ends at the hostel. Yeah. Honestly, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my life in Prague really, it, it revolved and in, in many ways still revolves around the fact that I, uh, that was where I landed. Have you seen the TV show Dark? Absolutely. It's, yeah, yeah. It's a bit like that. Everything starts and ends in this, mm. this one mm -hmm. place. Yeah. yeah cool. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, um, slightly more depressing. It's a bit more of a Man, depressing. A it became show. a bit more of a depressing place. Than Have that. you seen season three? Yeah, I've seen everything. Okay. I've not seen season three yet. Oh, dude, you're doing yourself a disservice. <sighs> the problem is, is because I kind of forgot what happened in one and two. Ah, I've already just, watched them mm -hmm. both twice. I don't, I can't be bothered to watch them again. Sure. Just watch a synopsis of mm. it. That's a good word. What does synopsis mean? A, like a general 
general, yeah, summary, um, a basic, uh, let's say, idea, a concept, an outline of what has happened in yeah. the story. Yeah. Not absolutely every detail. It's, it's like the, the basic story in a couple sentences or mm-hmm. like a one-minute YouTube video or something. Um, I yeah. That would, uh, yeah, I don't think that would be enough. I think you would need to watch a good 15-minute, 20-minute yeah. YouTube yeah. video uh, synopsis of yeah. the first two seasons. Anywho. But that's, uh, yeah, I'm sure you would be able to knock that out pretty quickly. Knock that out. Mm-hmm. Jesus, yeah. just throwing them out. Just throwing them. them, just throwing them out. Yeah, yeah, Vocabs, yeah. vocabs mm-hmm. like crazy. Mm-hmm. So to <laughs> knock something out would just be, well, to do something. And yeah, like get it done. Yeah. In kind of like a, feels like a bit kind of more powerful in a way. Like, oh, bro, I can knock out this essay in, in mm-hmm. two hours straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something in a, like, a, right? like a motivated yeah, way. Yeah, motivated way. Mm-hmm. Just got to knock it out, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so back to the flat. Yes. Getting back on track. Mm-hmm. Um, so you found a new place. What's yeah. the new place like? Describe us your new palace. Uh, it is, um, well, compared to the previous one, it, it does feel like that a little bit. Uh, it is in Davidsa. Mm. Mm, very close to Vityashna Namisti. Oh, nice. Not, not right uh, at or on Vityashna Namisti, yeah. but uh, uh, close to it. Pretty swanky. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a, so it's a, it's a three plus KK. Okay. Mm-hmm. Three plus KK. Yep. Nice. And, uh, yeah, it's got a nice balcony. It's Oof. a very, very nice balcony. So it's yeah. a great place for us to put our, uh, plants. We're both, um, enthusiastic, uh, uh, plant growers. Oh, to, he, all right. Here's another thing. I could almost say that we both have a green thumb. Oh, <laughs> why? Why? Okay. <laughs> oh, look, this is easy. This is another thing that I've never heard before. What? I'm not kidding. I, I, I'm not saying it's wrong. It's obviously okay. Australian. No, it's not Australian. It's literally everywhere. You know what? The more we did this podcast, I'm thinking I'm just really dumb. I just not heard. It might be, mate. I've just <laughs> not heard any phrases. A green thumb is universal, dude. Are yeah. you for real? I'm I'm serious like a heart attack. Well, just let, let me let me slow you down a second there because uh-huh. about our STD discussion last uh-huh. week, I had a couple of Americans text me afterwards and say in America we are 100% STD, say STD. <laughs> and so and I think STI in England we say both STD and STI. Mm-hmm. And in Australia, STI, right? It is STI. And I uh, was in, I can't remember what, it was some media and they were very much American and they definitely used the term STI. I think maybe they're interchangeable. Yeah. yeah. Because it was like a long time. It was such a long time that that STD was used and then they very much wanted to change it. That's what it was. We used to say STD all the time and then we like switched it to STI. Yes, absolutely. Just Mm -hmm. to encompass everything mm-hmm. anyway back yeah. to the green thumb which yeah. i so want to talk about what is a green thumb look it's simple a green thumb is some okay if somebody has a green thumb it means that they're good with plants that they can um, take care of plants very well they can grow them well um and they're enthusiastic okay. that they like uh plants okay. and things like that i have to say this show is expanding my vocab well i can go and use this with my friends in the pub later <laughs> I've developed a green thumb, guys. <laughs> Want to come and do some plants with me? Well, yeah, look, I think a lot of people probably developed green thumbs after, well, over the past 18 yeah. months. That's, what, that's how I started. Never had a green thumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway. So, yes, we can grow our plants on the uh, on the balcony and also have how some adorable. friends over. Yeah, 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 yeah. What I think would be a good word is what's the noun form of enthusiastic? Like, I am an enthusiast. Yes. That's quite a nice word to that say. Definitely. I'm a person who is enthusiastic about something. Mm-hmm. I'm a big enthusiast of plants. Uh, okay. I would just say, like, uh, the whatever you are enthusiastic about, that becomes the adjective, and then you say enthusiast. So yeah. uh, in Australia, a lot of people are um, automobile enthusiasts. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's, a, here's something that I'm uh, going to reveal about myself. That's Please. incredibly nerdy. Reveal it. Odd hallet it. Okay. I am a mechanical keyboard enthusiast. Really? Yeah. A lot of people are actually, I mm-hmm. think, according to the YouTube community. Yes. Yeah. I've seen a, a lot of guys very into it. It's a growing hobby. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. And why? Because I am an excellent typist. Okay. Uh, I can touch what? type. Modest too. Uh, look, uh, look, 125 words per minute with 99% accuracy. Come at Damn, me. Damn, man, that is really good. Yeah. 
measured over a one minute uh, time period. Um, okay, so I am a touch typist, and look, that means that the, the way that uh, many Czech people seem to refer to it is typing with all ten fingers. Okay, <sighs> I don't and, know about that. Okay, and uh, more specifically than that, not needing to look at the keyboard yeah. when you type. Yeah, that's what we should. Yeah, so touch mm-hmm. typing means you don't need to look at the keyboard. You can use all your fingers. Mm-hmm. I also can touch type, but I've mm-hmm. never timed myself. Mm-hmm. I think I'm pretty fast, but you definitely sound faster. Okay. Maybe next episode we can have a type off. Sure. Yeah, See I'll bring my keyboard. I'll, you bring yours. I'll bring mine. All right. I've got my MacBook keyboard here. Not that mechanical, but no, not yeah, at all. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Well, here's something that I can plug before our next. Um, yeah. uh, before we do this test, you can um, practice on a website called MonkeyType.com. Monkey Type. Yeah. It okay. is a. Um, yeah, it's just a, a place a, for practicing. Basically, yes. Yeah. Okay. And if you're listening along, feel free to go to monkeytype.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> yeah, just, just kidding. We wish. Um, yeah, okay. All right. Um, let's get back to the flat. So yes. everything's good with the flat. You're moving in tomorrow, right? Yes, we are yeah. moving our heavy stuff in tomorrow morning. Okay. And I am uh, yeah, very, very excited about it. But also stressed. Yeah. Uh, not stressed, but it's like the... Um, seriousness, the gravity, the seriousness. That's great. Of- the gravity of the situation. Mm-hmm. Gravity means seriousness. I feel like it's probably the same in Czech. Okay. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're feeling the gravity, the heaviness, the seriousness of the situation. Yeah, because uh, I needed to take apart. I needed to disassemble. Rozlož it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you dart Dr. Magia, you put together, and then you rozlož it to... Mm-hmm take apart mm-hmm. or um, more formally to disassemble but we say to take apart we t- take apart yeah. um i needed to take my bed and my desk Damn, apart. Son. um which was fine it's not a a, 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 a long that's thing that's a big undertaking that's um a serious event uh it's not that okay what was serious is like all the other things like around that and then now i need mm. to take them downstairs and mm. uh prepare everything for them to be picked up by the uh uh well by myself and the moving person who has the vehicle uh, to transport it to the new apartment. Yeah. And there's this, yeah, all my other stuff. Um, so yeah, there's like my clothes and then my electronics, um, my laptop, my, uh, my monitor, um, my keyboard, my, well, both of my mechanical keyboards. Um, yes, I've got two. You're a serious enthusiast. So you like, you wake up and you're in a specific mood. Like oh, today I want my blue one. And I do have one. Cherry MX Blues for people who know uh, what, no switches, uh, what switches I are. I feel like, what, I feel like what we probably have some, are. We have some listeners who are some students who are probably interested in this yep, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know some uh, yeah, I've got Cherry MX Blues. That was my first mechanical keyboard. And now I currently use um, Kale Browns. And uh, yeah, the Kale Browns are better for typing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, hmm. so yeah, all of these things, I'm like, oh my God, I have to... Yeah, f- pack all of this stuff and then I have I still have to take it mm. and I can't take everything at once. Yeah. Um, you going to hire a van to take it? Yeah, we have. We've organized somebody to take yeah. all of the big things. A van in Czech is like a big car. Uh, I forget what it is in Czech, but it's in between a car and a truck. Yes. Yeah, it's like a you have the, the handyman. He goes around town fixing things. He has his van. Mm-hmm. In England, the common thing is saying a man with a van. Yeah. And there's a company, man with a van. Yeah. In, uh, in Prague, in I think. Prague. Yep. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, good luck with the move. Thank you very much. So you can use like a noun, the move. Mm-hmm. That's perfectly fine to say. And good moving vocab as well. How to say, uh, all right, I'll test you on your check. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should know this. Um, no, I can't remember. This is simply to move oh, okay. or to move house. And you can mm-hmm. say, I'm moving tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what about odstiehovat se? Wait. Uh, it goes as a pair. There's odstiehovat mm-hmm. and nastiehovat. Oh, maybe it's either move out or move in? Yeah. Move so, out. Yeah, so odd, odd, yeah. odd is, yeah, yeah. odd is uh, move out. Mm-hmm. So that we're moving out mm-hmm. tomorrow. Then the opposite, nastiehovat, move in. Mm-hmm. We're moving in on Saturday yeah, or over the period of a few days. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, good luck with the move. Thank um, you very next much. week, you can let us know how it went. Yes. Um, hopefully well. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have all the internet set up and everything yet? Or? Yes. Yeah. No. We uh, got that set up on, um, on Monday okay. uh, and uh, yeah, already changed, uh, already changed it to a more customized mm. um, 
uh, Wi-Fi name and password, which I'm actually quite proud of. I think we get. I, I just you got did a good it. password. Uh, I like it. I like okay. it. Yeah, because well, it's you know the 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 username and the password it mm. kind of goes together as a pair. Or is it? Um, oh, oh, I can't, I can't and, reveal that. And, and then give us your address <laughs> so we can go there and use your Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, no, it's it's a bit. Um, uh, perhaps I could use the word niche here. Uh, well, look, if you know the story about the Colonial Pipeline, uh, it has to do with that. My, my, the, the, the name is Colonial Pipeline. Um, just a news story that happened a couple of months ago in the United States. I'll leave it at that. It's Maybe let's important. leave that for next yeah, episode, yeah, the yeah. Colonial Pipeline. It's good to have something to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> but it is interesting. It has I to do with ransomware. Is. I believe it is. We'll get to it next yep. week. Yeah, yeah. You know what we haven't done yet? What haven't we done we yet? We haven't introduced ourselves. Oh, how embarrassing. So if anyone's listened to this for the first time, they're like, who the hell are these guys? <laughs> so I'm Jacob. I'm joined by Chris on Hello. the other side of the table. Uh, yeah, we're, we're your podcasters. We're here to teach you English and hopefully um, go off on some fun tangents as well and have a good time. Mm-hmm. So we went off on a major tangent for 20 minutes there, but mm-hmm. it was good. I think so. It was fun. Mm-hmm. We got some good vocab from it. We yeah. got, um, let me get my notes here. Mm-hmm. We got uh, to plug something, which means to advertise it. Like, mm-hmm. do you mind if I plug my website on your podcast? Mm-hmm. You know, like, can I advertise myself? An enthusiast, or I would say enthusiast personally, but you can say enthusiast. I say enthusiast. Yeah, okay. A different mm-hmm. pronunciation. Um, strewn around mm-hmm. when it's just a mess and it's not organized. There's clothes everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then a couple of other ones came up that I just made a note of. The first one is I said, I hate, I can't remember what it was now. I hate something with a passion. Mm. Lovely little expression. If you want to make your loving or hating sound stronger, you say with a passion. Only works with love and hate. So mm-hmm. you say, I love teaching English with mm-hmm. a passion. And in Czech, there's something like something like that. Um, or I hate, I hate mechanical keyboards with a passion. How dare you? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. And I'm actually glad that in the next generation of MacBooks, they made the keyboards thicker. Okay. Good. Yeah. Because they had like no travel, they had no no bounce. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, with a passion, let's just use it. Chris, tell us something you love. Let's get to know you a bit. Something you love with a passion. Uh, I love spicy food with a passion. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Just off the air, we're having a conversation about chilies, which you're growing. You're growing your own homemade Chris's chilies, right? I am making some yeah. chilies. Uh, growing some chilies. Yes. And. I'm sure no one's interested in this, but you were mentioning there's this specific scale for measuring the hotness yes. of a chili. What was the name of the scale? The Scoville scale. Do you know where that comes from? Is that a guy? A guy. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Scoville. Uh, yeah, yeah. Went yeah, around Scoville. tasting chilies. Uh, well, I don't know if that's how it was, but What's yes. the top of the scale? How high can you get? 16 million. Oh, okay. Right. Yes. And that is pure capsaicin. So the chemical um, that is spicy uh, is called capsaicin. Mm. Um, and yeah, pure 100% capsaicin is 16 million Scovilles. Um, so what's the average chili that if I went to a restaurant and it was, I chose the, th- the three spicy symbol, uh, the three chilies? Oh, are, to, that is... We're talking so, in the thousands, right? Like, uh, okay, well, uh, okay, here's something. So something that people might be familiar with, um, uh, jalapenos yeah. are 8 to 10 thousand Scovilles. Wow. So it's almost nothing out of 16 million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very down. little. Um, and then the famous Carolina Reaper is, mm. uh, I think it's 1.5 to 2 million. It might be as much as 3 million Scovilles, but it's definitely measured right. in the uh, in the low millions. Um, habaneros, I believe, are... 350,000 Scovilles. Right, okay. or ch- well, chocolate habaneros anyway, because okay. I'm growing right. some chocolate habaneros right. and it well, says good, 350,000. Good, good to know. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. So what we're going to do today, we've got a nice plan. Um, we're going to do our word of the week in mm-hmm. a minute. I hope you've got something prepared. I've, I do. I, I pulled one out of the... I, I, I got one uh-huh. uh, a couple minutes ago. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to continue with our Chinglish and useful things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we're going to name that section because that's also going to okay. be the name of the video course, mm-hmm. Chinglish and useful things. And what, what we're doing is we're just picking things that we like from that course. Sure. So we're going to call it Chinglish and useful things. Yeah, I rate that. Um, we'll see if we've got time for a discussion topic. I got the feeling today we're not going to have time. We're just going to go off on some tangents. I've got some things to talk about anyway. Okay, sure. And then we'll finish off with some listener questions. Okay. And we oh, did, we've got a few. We got one. All right. We got one, which we'll go into a bit later. Okay. So yeah, if you guys are listening for the first time, this is English for Czech people. This is for 
intermediate and advanced uh, learners of English uh, to get some listening practice, to learn some cool new words, to fix some Chinglish, and to have some fun along the way, hopefully. Um, all right, so firstly, Chris, before we get into our word of the week, um, have I ever told you you have a very sexy voice? You have not. No? <laughs> I don't think and so. Today is not the day that I'm going to start that. Mm -hmm. But I did have a comment from a listener. Oh, really? I was, I was telling you this off the air, but I think listeners would find it funny. Mm -hmm. Someone texts me after listening to the last episode, and she, she, it was a girl, and she was like, man, that guy's got a... That Chris has a really sexy accent. I could listen to him all day. <laughs> and she's like, you got any photos? And I was like, um, yes, but... So there we go, Chris. Okay. You're a good-sounding man all on right. a podcast. You're making me blush. Don't blush. It's mm -hmm. perfectly okay. So there you go. It's just a confidence booster. Mm -hmm. You know, it's been, a, it's been a long week. But at least, you know, you sound good on, on uh -huh. the air. Okay, good. Quite sad I did not if get If you're listening, thank you very much. I mm. appreciate the compliment. Mm. Not sure how it makes me feel. I got I got no comments about my. <laughs> usually, it's, people say, "Oh, I love your British accent." Okay. I've got none of that so far. Oh really? I've not had that for a, a year. Okay. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Used to get it all the time when I was speaking Czech. It's like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Those days are over. Yeah. Yeah. Outgrown that. Okay. Should we get into our word of the week? Sure. Let's do it. Okay. So we'll be back in a couple of seconds, guys, with our word of the week. So what's going to happen? <laughs> Do you mind if I say this? Um, I guess. Go ahead. I'm going to try and get you to go on a date with that girl, uh -huh. the one that texts me saying that you have a sexy voice, if you promise to let us know how it goes on the podcast. Oh, well, that's kind of up to her, isn't it? I guess. I guess. Yeah. Okay, okay so like that would really put her on the spot, I that think. That would put her on the spot. That's a good point, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're not going to do that, but uh, if it goes well, maybe you can share the story. Okay. Say of how we got married. <laughs> Jesus, put a, oh, put a little bit more pressure on the situation, Jacob. I don't think there's enough pressure already. I don't think she's listening. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's, let's get back to it. Let's get back to Jesus. it. High probability we'll, we'll cut this out. I think we might have to. I think we're going to have to. Uh, Chris, what's your word of the week? My Give word it to us. of got? the week is... Pshistupovat. 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 Mm -hmm. And the way that that translates is to go about mm. something. Mm. All right. So the way that you approach a task. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So not physically, but it's the way that you go, you pshistupovat an action, a thing, the way of doing something. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, like it can be physically. Like, uh, okay, look, how, how will I go about moving my stuff? Yeah, to my new apartment. I would say the moving the stuff is like an action. It's the way you're going to do that thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's a good one. How am I going to go, go about moving my stuff? It's like, mm -hmm. what's the way in which I'm going to do it? Mm -hmm. Now, in Czech, because I, I know I remember that translation, it doesn't really translate like word for word. Okay. Um, but I think that's the closest it can, it can get. Mm -hmm. Do you want to give us a couple other examples of like when you would say go about? Okay, so uh, how will we go about explaining this word? Yeah. Yeah, what examples are we going to use to exactly. explain this word? Yeah. Um, how are you, dear listener, going to go about learning English? Yeah, it's great. So I would say any time that you... This is a fantastic word, by the way, used all the time. Mm -hmm. Any time that you're talking about the way of doing something, maybe you don't know the way. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm, you know, I'm doing this podcast and I don't know how to export the audio. I'd call up my friend and I'd say, I, I just don't know how to go about exporting this audio. It means I don't mm -hmm. know the way to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We can just say things like we should go about this carefully. Mm -hmm. We should choose a careful way to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Good. It's very nice. All right. Thank you. What yeah. about yourself, Jacob? What's so your my word, word of the week? week. So you imagine if mislet, which is to think, mm -hmm. and odharovat, which is to estimate, mm-hmm got together, had a few too many drinks, and made a little baby. That baby would be called To Reckon. Yes. To Reckon. Mm -hmm. It's a combination of think and estimate. Mm -hmm. That's how I usually explain it. Okay. For example, let's, I would say something like, um, I reckon Chris is about 30 years old. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what I think. That's kind of my estimate. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if you want to know people's opinions about things as well, yeah. Um, 
you say, what do you, what do you reckon about this um, podcast? Absolutely. Or what do you think mm -hmm. about it? Or with estimations, you could say, uh, how long do you reckon, um, you know, this girl's going to stay at the party or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What, because you want to follow her home? <laughs> That's a bad example. Coming up with examples on the spot is never a good idea. Um, you know, or how much do you reckon this costs? For like, sure. What do you think? What's your estimation of it? It's quite British, I think. Do you use it as well, though? Right? Oh, absolutely. I was going to say that we yeah. use this a lot in yeah. Australia. What do you reckon, mate? Yeah, absolutely. For yeah. sure. I'm using the word absolutely too much, but that's okay. What um, do you reckon of my Australian accent, Chris? Uh, it needs improvement. I can do it but for days, mate. The, but uh, to to grade it on a curve, that might be a bit too that's much. Too much. Out yeah. of ten, give me out of ten. Um, Keep it simple. Uh, no, well, this is what I'm going to say: All is right. that um, uh, in a relative sense, um, it's not that bad because people do really, really terrible Australian accents. Yeah, it's it's, like, it's a hard yeah. accent to imitate well and convincingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there we go, to reckon. Mm -hmm. And this expression, what do you reckon, mm -hmm. can be sort of so squished together. Like, what do you, what do you reckon, mate? Mm. Yeah. What do you reckon about that story, mate? You don't need no. to put mate on the end of everything. Sorry. That's there, right? Sorry. That's, 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 that's my did, first process. I didn't talk about shrimp. That's good. Yeah, yeah. because I get, we points, don't, I get points for that. You know, and you know why that's a good thing? Because we don't <laughs> talk about shrimp in Australia either. either. But you ha do you call them shrimp? No. We and by them. the way, guys, shrimp is crevetti. Mm -hmm. In British, we say shrimp. Uh, no. Yeah. No. What did I just say? You said in British, we say shrimp. And what are you saying? What was I saying before? Shrimp? You, yes, you were saying shrimp. What's the other word for them? Prawn. Yeah. That's what we call prawn them. Prawn sandwich. Mm -hmm. Prawn sandwich? We, we call them prawns. Yeah, I hate prawn sandwiches. Okay. I, I hate prawns with a passion. Okay. I, I love prawns. Do you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, have you ever seen a live prawn? Swimming around in a tank. I think so. Because that's what put me off them. Oh, okay. That's well. a good expression. To put off is like, um, makes you not like something anymore. So that put me off prawns because they just look disgusting swimming around. And they say prawns are like the pigs of the sea because they eat anything. Anything, yeah, sure. And therefore, not that healthy. Okay, yeah. But they taste really good. I yeah. like them a lot. Um, yeah, and we they are very traditional. Okay, a traditional thing to eat at Christmas time and New Year's time in Australia is prawns. That's when we, Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Christmas? Yes. So it's like how Czechs have their potato salad and carp. You're mm. like, let's put some... No, no, you do not put shrimp on the... Well, look, some people do. But look, you call, you call it prawns on the pit. What's that then? So prawns, and then if you're going to grill them in such a way, well, you, like a pit, you know, a fire pit. Okay. Yeah. Learning so much today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. we have them during Christmas and New Year's uh, because it is summertime in Australia in Christmas and that New Year's. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. And a lot of people wow. forget to uh, consider that when thinking about I'll, Christmas and New okay, Year's that, in Australia. Well, now I have to ask, how Absolute. did you feel, mm -hmm. how did you transition going from, you know, Christmas in summer in Australia to Christmas in winter here in Europe? Was it weird for you? The first uh, I, it wasn't weird. Um, it's nice uh, enjoying the... It's nice enjoying Christmas the way that it is portrayed mm. in media because all media is made yeah. in the Northern Hemisphere. It's American, it's British, it's European, and Christmas time happens uh, in winter in the Northern Hemisphere. And in Australia, it's summer. So we're listening to Christmas carols, and uh, you know they're talking about chestnuts roasting on an open fire mm. and uh, about letting it snow, letting it snow, letting yeah. it snow. And we're just like... That just doesn't happen here. That's not a thing that happens. But there must be some Australian media, right? There must be some film companies, Aust Australian ones. Mm -hmm. Are there any Australian Christmas movies like set in the, the way it is in Australia, like in summertime? Because that would be interesting to watch. Like Father Christmas comes out sweating like hell. <laughs> uh, I might be embarrassing myself in front of uh, in front of any Australian audience mm. that we might have, uh, but I can't think of one off the top of my head. Okay, mm. off the top of my head, fantastic phrase mm -hmm. means the halavi, when you have instant access to a, a, a fact. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know his name off the top of my head. Very nice. Yeah. All right. Well, that's another nice tangent. So um, we've got our words of the week. We've got to go about. It's Chris's word. 
the way that you approach doing something. So I'm not sure how to go about cooking these prawns. I don't know, don't know the way to do it. And my one was uh, to reckon. Mm-hmm. To reckon is a combination of think and estimate. What do you reckon about this? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, before we go into our next section, which is going to be our Chinglish and useful things, I thought we'd do a little bit of revision of our words from last time. Sure. Um, I put the best ones into our English for Chick People app, which you can download on iOS and Android. Um, currently, we're putting them in the advanced section or the podcast words. And when we have the next version come out in a few months, we'll have a special podcast uh, section for podcast vocab. But words we had from last week, the combination of you're angry because you're hungry. What was this one, Chris? Hangry. To be hangry. I'm hangry AF. Good. (laughs) Uh, We also had the lead up to something was the time immediately before. Like in the lead up to World War II, there was lots of unrest Mm -hmm. politically. In the lead up to Christmas in Australia, prawns are sold out everywhere. Oh, that's fantastic. In the lead-up to um, starting this podcast, I... What did I do? I don't know. I've got these microphones, and I thought to myself, who would be the best podcast partner for me? And I thought, Chris Viglaski. <laughs> He's got the sexiest voice <laughs> of all the people on the team. Um, yeah, anyway. Uh, damn straight. Toss it pish. Lovely expression. Then we had to get off track. It's the same as to go off on a tangent. Then you get back on track and then stay on track. Um, legit. That was another nice one. Very. Yeah. Can you use it in a sentence? Uh, these these chilies are legit spicy. Legit spicy. Mm-hmm. It means like no joke, the real 100% real deal. Mm-hmm. I can be like, man, these, these prawns are legit. Proper Australian style mm-hmm. cooked in the pit. Or this person has a pretty legit Australian accent. Yeah. Not my case, but there. Uh, Unfortunately, not. Then we had That's something you can work on. Ah, there's time. I've got mm-hmm. time. I'm still young. Uh, to stand by something, start si za. And I was thinking about this a bit more. I think this is often when you say something. What's your opinion about something? And then people like kind of think, oh, that's that's rubbish. What's a silly opinion? You say, no, no, no. I stand by what mm-hmm. I said. Mm-hmm. It means I support it. I defend it. It's often with things that you say, but also mm-hmm. can be actions as well. Yep. But I think it's very commonly someone says a statement. Mm-hmm. Then you say, I stand by okay, what I said. Yeah. It's lovely. Uh, a related term. Uh, hopefully this isn't too much of a rabbit hole to go down, but is to die on a hill. And this is when you are, will very, very strongly defend a something that you believe in. You will die on this hill. Hmm. Uh, you will die defending this hill because you believe that the, the uh, that the truth of it is good and just. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. And we had to put someone on the spot. It's when you make them feel under pressure to suddenly answer something and maybe they, they don't have time to prepare an answer. So this would say, uh, this would be, oh, Jacob, who, who, was, who was your favorite uh, teacher you ever had? And I would say, oh, Chris, you're putting me on the spot here. Mm-hmm. I, I can't answer that immediately. But it's you, Chris. Yeah, no, just kidding. No, no, no not, not kidding. No. Uh, and then we had ish as well, mm-hmm. which means kind of. And you can stick it on the end of the adjective. You can say, I'm feeling a bit tired ish. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling tired ish. Mm-hmm. Chris looks dirty ish. Or you can use it by itself. You say, are you, are you drunk? And you can say ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. All right, cool. So that's our words section done and dusted. Um, should we move on to our Chinglish and useful things? I think we should. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, guys, we'll be back in a couple of seconds for some Chinglish and useful things. Yeah. All right, we're back, guys. We are just saying today is uh, it's all over the place, and that's a, that's a good expression as well, to be all over the place. Not organized. It's a mess. Chaotic a little Chaotic. Bit. Yeah, so with this podcast, it's a bit all over the place today because it's been a long week. It's Friday today. I've had a long week. How about you, Chris? Been long? Uh, it has been long, yeah, yeah. Uh, because I have been moving my smaller things, yeah. um, moving a lot of my smaller things to the new apartment, yeah. and it just, uh, yeah, it takes up a lot of my time. Yeah, yeah. Call back to the first episode. Call there. back. Call back. Um, 
Yeah. Okay, so let's get on with our Chinglish and useful things. So we did worth the last two weeks. And I do just want to finish off that a little bit because there's a couple little extra things, just tiny things from, okay. our, from our course about how to use worth. The first one is how to say, if you want to emphasize, you want to say that was really worth watching that movie. Mm -hmm. We don't say really worth. Mm -hmm. We say well worth. Just goes together. Mm -hmm. Say, man, it was well worth um, buying these microphones. Mm -hmm. Sounds much better than recording on our iPhones. Yeah. yeah. And it's well worth because worth is an adjective and you are describing it with the word well, which That's is good. an adverb. Man, you know, I never thought about that before. Mm -hmm. Getting deep. Go. That's why I'm here, mate. That's why you're here, to help me out. That's great. <laughs> well, what else have we got with worth? Um, if you want to say, you can say things like, this, this song is radio-worthy. Mm -hmm. So you stick worthy on the end of a word, and it means, like, good enough for that for thing. That thing. Yep. Common one would be this car is not road-worthy. Yes. It means this car is not good enough for the mm -hmm. road, not safe enough. And that's an official thing in at least Victoria. Uh, we have what are called roadworthy certificates. Okay. Um, and a car needs to be roadworthy um, uh, in order to sell it. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So yeah, newsworthy, roadworthy. Um, you can have some fun with it as well. Mm -hmm. You can say, oh, that, that girl, she's marriage-worthy. Sure. It's, it's, she's good enough to marry. Mm -hmm. uh, TV shows are binge-worthy. Yeah. I think that's a category on, net, on Netflix. Probably. Binge-worthy yeah, binge TV shows. Yeah, we just, just to explain, to binge means to like watch loads of TV at the same time without stopping like 10 episodes. You yep. see, I'm binge watching TV. Mm -hmm. So if something's binge worthy, it's, like, it's mm -hmm. good enough to binge watch. Yeah. Like dark is binge worthy. Absolutely. For 100%. sure. 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and binge is, look, if something is binge worthy or to binge watch something, that's a more innocent usage of the word. Uh, unfortunately, binge is usually mm. um, uh, used in more negative connotations like binge drinking. Yeah. To or, drink loads at the same time. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, binge eating. Yeah. Is something that people with eating disorders do, yeah. unfortunately. So um, yeah. To binge anything is do too much of something mm -hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Can you do, I always think of, is there anything else? You can binge, drink, eat, and watch. Uh, well, uh, uh, dr drugs, you know, binging, go on a drug binge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can go yeah. on a drug binge. Mm -hmm. That's a bit of a weird thing to say, but yeah, whatever. It's mm -hmm. good. So we've got this worthy thing you can stick on the end of, of, of things. Uh, another one is to say worth your while. Mm -hmm. And this means worth your time. We don't really say, we don't, we, you can say worth your time, but worth your while is a nice expression. Mm -hmm. So I can say something like, Chris, you should uh, definitely check out our Spanish podcast. It will definitely be worth your while. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So got worth your while. And last one is to say, uh, to make something worth it. Now, this means, let's say, for example, something is currently not worth it. Like, let's say that this podcast is not currently worth listening to. It doesn't have enough good stuff to be worth listening to. But you can say things like, guys, if you, if you started, you know, doing some, like a comedy section, where you did some jokes each week, for me, that would make it worth listening to. Like, that would take it to the level at which it becomes worth listening to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you change it in a way, yeah. change something in a way uh, yeah, to, to make it worth doing. Yeah, exactly. So currently it's rubbish, but that would make it worth doing. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So that's worth I just wanted to finish off that just as a little extra thing. Mm -hmm. But we are going to do our main thing for this week, which is one of my favorite things from our course. This is, again, this is an extract from our Chinglish and Useful Things video course, which we're working on now. Should be up in 2022. This is a cheat way, but a very used way of how to say, I said, he said, she said. What, okay. what's, that, what's that face for, Chris? Uh, I love this one. <laughs> I have my reservations about it. Why? Not because it's not used and it's the opposite. It's because it's overused. And uh, okay. So, well, that's exactly what mm -hmm. Czech people should be learning stuff mm -hmm. that we overuse, but mm -hmm. they don't know. 
Yeah. Yeah, then they can learn when to use it. Okay. And, yeah. All right. But so you have look, a hatred of the word. That's good. That's that proves that it's useful because we use this so much. Yes. It becomes annoying. Yeah. Especially from girls from Southern California. Exactly. Valley yeah. girls. We're talking about. But let's talk about what we're talking about. Yes. So you know, usually we you learn how to say. You know, I was talking to Chris yesterday, and he said, "Hey, Jacob." he asked me how how I'm doing, and I said that I was feeling well. And then I told him that I'm going to the cinema later. And with this say and tell, you have to use reported speech. You have to change what you said into the past, or you have to move it around a bit. And this is not very fun to do. So as native speakers, we have a, a cheat way where you can do this much easier. And this is to use the phrase, I was like. I was like. And then you follow it with exactly the words that you said when you were saying them. So you don't have to do reported speech. You just say exactly what you said. And then you can say, and he was like, and then say what Chris said. So let's look at an example. So I'm going to tell you about a conversation that I had with Chris earlier today. So I came to the office and I, I saw Chris and I was like, hey, Chris, how's it going? And he was like, yeah, not too bad. Pretty rough day, actually. And I was like, why? What's up? And he was like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, blah, blah, blah. And you can keep going forever. And it's just such a quick way of describing a conversation that had uh, that happened and because of this it's overused it's used especially by like i said southern californian ladies mm-hmm. they're like valley girls yeah do you, do you want to give us your best impression of oh that? i need to warm up into it yeah. but uh <laughs> i can help you out if you want <laughs> um so i was uh so i was like at the mall and i went into well supre is, is an australian so but i went into supre because i was looking for some new earrings and they only had hoop earrings oh my god only hoop earrings yeah, they're just disgusting. They're what am I, a gypsy? I'm not going to wear those. Oh. So I went to uh, I went to the next place, and uh, uh, and thankfully I found some there. But oh my god, it was just such a disaster. I love how this is supposed to be about using I was like, and you used it once. <laughs> Dude, I was expecting like loads of I was like. Okay, well, this, let me, let me start again. Story. Okay, all right. Let me start again, okay. Right, but the same accent, because it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can can uh, I join in on this story? Can I be a, can I be a character in it? Okay, all okay. right, all right. Uh, so I went to the mall yesterday, and I uh, and I was looking for hoop earrings, so I went into the, stop, and into the store, and I was like, hey, I was like, where are your earrings? Oh my God. And what was the assistant like? The, the assistant was like, okay, they're just over there hanging on this rack. And I went over and I looked at them and there were only hoop earrings. Oh my God. What am I? Am I, uh, is Merelda from the Hunchback of Notre Dame or something? So, man, we got like two of them in there. I know. <laughs> Do you know, we're going to cringe so hard when we listen back to I this. I think so. This is going to be yeah. painful, but yeah. we're going to keep it in. So, yeah, you can describe your conversation. Was, was I was like, he was like. And if you want to know what somebody said, you can say, oh, what was he like? Mm-hmm. So let's, let's, let's try that. So I'll tell you about a conversation, mm-hmm. but I'll leave off the end and you were like, well, what was he like? Mm-hmm. So I was talking to um, my mum mm-hmm. the other day. And I was like, hey, mum, so what do you reckon about these, these vaccines? And she was like, nah, I don't believe in them. And what were you like? I was like, well, why? They, they work, you know? Mm-hmm. And what was she like? Well, she was like, nah, I don't believe it. And I was like, all right, mum, let's move on. <laughs> A good call. Different topic, you know? For sure. Yeah. Anyway, pretty sure mum's not going to listen to this. If she does, I still love you, mum, mm-hmm. but vaccines work. So, yeah. <laughs> Good pro tip for our listeners out there as pro well. Pro tip, get vaccinated. Yeah. Don't, don't be selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that's I was like, mm-hmm. okay. What's great about this is it's for what you say, but you can also use it for what you were thinking. Mm-hmm. You want to tell people what your thoughts were at a specific time. For example, you can say something like, so I was walking home last night and there was this meth head sitting right next to my, next to my front door. And I was like, God damn, meth heads invading JZP. And this is a true story, by mm-hmm. the way. We have a meth head now. Okay. If I may interject. So, Please, go ahead. meth head, uh, we, uh, so Czech people, you would use the word smashka yes. for this. 
Smashka or Smashka? I think it's short, maybe. Smashka. I, one of those. Yeah. Someone addicted to meth, which is like pervitin. Pervitin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we do have a meth head, a resident one. She's taken up residence out right underneath my bedroom window. Oh, no. I'm not kidding. She, it's really weird. So I live in Utrecht House Body Brand, and mm-hmm. I'd say up until six months ago, we had maybe three homeless people there. And it was like, they were always the same ones, but they were nice. They were, they were fine. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with them, you know? Um, I even gave some of them a sandwich sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, perfectly cool people. About a month ago, maybe, we got invaded by a group of meth heads, oh, maybe no. four to five of them. And they, um, they're not nice, relaxed, homeless people. They are screaming, they're swearing super loud. They're always high or drunk. Mm. And it's not like they're sitting off in the corner. They're like in the main square. They're just causing a bunch of trouble. Mm-hmm. And... What's worse is they stay there at night. So in the summer, I've got my window open and all you can hear is them fighting mm-hmm. and screaming and making weird noises. Mm-hmm. And this one woman, she's the worst one. She's started sleeping underneath my window. Mm-hmm. And she, oh God, I almost couldn't sleep the other night. I think that's partially why I'm so mimo today. So okay. out of it, just meth heads, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry to hear. Yeah, it sucks. I'm hoping that we move them, move them out. But what can you do, you know? Well, hopefully the police will come around and yeah. uh, can do something about the situation. Well, listeners, if you have any tips about how to get rid of methods, then please email us at podcast.efcp.cz. Give us your best tips. Please do. Yeah. Please. I need it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, I saw this method and I was like, oh, my God, the methods are back. That's not what I said. That's what I was thinking mm-hmm. at the time. Chris, would you mind... Coming up with an example for this? Sure. Something you saw and what you were like when you saw it? Well, I was going to say that uh, people listening to this episode probably heard our uh, <laughs> probably heard our Valley Girl accents and are probably like, oh my God, what am I doing listening to this yeah. god-awful podcast? So, how did this get here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a proper example is, well, yeah, before coming here, as I explained before, I was packing, uh, uh, I was preparing my things to, to move tomorrow and I looked at my room and I was like... My God, I still have so much mm. to move. Mm. This is so used. This I was like, if you go and watch like a comedy special on Netflix, they're always talking about conversations they had, and you'll hear this all the time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it goes on for minutes at a time. Mm-hmm. Like all you hear is, "I was like this, and she was like, and I was like, and she was like." It can go on for forever. It, yeah, in that case, it's probably used for comedic effect, but that's because it actually happens. Yeah. In real life. Yeah. Like in real life, we, we, we mix it up a bit. Like sometimes we say say, sometimes mm-hmm. we say tell. But I was, personally, I would say like 80 to 90% I was like. Mm-hmm. And then just to give it some variation, you say I said or I told. Americans, I don't know about Australians, but I know that Americans often say like he went. Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw my girlfriend and, and she went, what are you doing? And I went, nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Uh, no, this is It's very a... weird for me to even say it. I can not even sure I'm saying it right. Uh, I wouldn't say that. But... No, we, we, we definitely do it. Um, there is a, um, it's a comedy character from, I want to say the late 80s to early 90s on Australian television. And this character's name is Kylie Mole. And she is a, uh, a stereotypical, um, let's say a lower class Australian uh, teenage girl. And she's always talking about the, uh, the, uh, the, okay, I can't do the accent right now, but she's always talking about conversations that she had with her friends right. and her friends are always, uh, she's always saying, oh, and then Kylie, she goes, she goes, she goes, oh, Kylie, what are you doing? <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, and, and I go, nah, shut up, shut up, you mole. And yeah. So on. I'm great. doing a terrible job of it, actually. I could listen to this for um, hours. This great. But yeah, uh, yeah, she goes <laughs> oh, this and I go that. Um, yeah. So even when we use it in, we're talking about something that happened in the past, we would still go, we would still say, yeah. And she goes, where's your money? And I yeah. go, oh, just, just yeah. in the car. And she goes, well, you better go get it. And I go, I'll be back in five minutes. Relax. Yeah. Calm your farm. Calm your farm. So we can mix it up. I was like, that's the easiest one to use. Mm -hmm. I I would recommend, especially if you're not using it now, you should be. Definitely. You should be. It's great. You can write it as well. Don't use it in an email. Oh, no. Definitely not. But if you're texting, I think it's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Say, what was she like? Yeah, it's good. Okay, so that's our chinglish and useful things. That was a fun one. 
Mm-hmm. That was a fun one. So well, we're, hopefully it was fun for the listeners. I don't yeah. know. That might have become a little bit unbearable and uh, oh, cringe-worthy. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, guys. We're going to learn some good vocab now. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the word cringe. in all Because the, there's a bunch of different ways to use it. Cringy. Mm-hmm. Cringe. Mm-hmm. We're going to cringe when we hear this. Mm-hmm. Cringe-worthy. Mm-hmm. Freaking great word. We're yeah. going to learn it. So let's start with the adjective cringy. Mm-hmm. If something is cringy, it makes you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. Um, Secondhand embarrassment is what yeah, I say. It's a little bit like you feel a bit thrapni, raspachiti for someone, and it's just it's not comfortable at all. Mm-hmm. This would be a good example. Would be like, let's say you go out for dinner with your dad, and he starts like flirting really badly with the waitress, and you feel so uncomfortable sitting there because you know it's bad. Mm-hmm. You'll be like, oh my god, that was so cringy. Mm-hmm. So cringy. Um, and I cringed yeah, because of it. Exactly. The mm-hmm. verb to cringe. Mm-hmm. So when me and Chris listen back to those terrible... Actually, your accent for the Southern Californian girls was pretty good. Oh, thank Mine you. was cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. That means, yeah, worthy. Oh, shit. Yes, that's why I brought it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are not picking up what I'm putting down for you, mate. It's been a long week. It's been a long week. So cringeworthy, it means like... Good enough to make you cringe. Yeah, you but know? I guess in this case, bad enough yeah, to I make guess you bad cringe. Bad enough to make you cringe. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we are gonna cringe when mm-hmm. we listen back to those accents we were doing. That was that was cringeworthy. Yeah, uh, Dude, and I this, feel embarrassed about that. Uh, yeah, uh, I think we, I, I wish we hadn't well. done that. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now. Too late now. Um, and it's also, I believe most people refer to it in this way. Um, it's a style of humor, cringe humor. For example, I can't watch The Office. Uh, because it's 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 cringe humor and it's too cringy. Mm. Um, uh, the uh, so Borat, I, I could only get about twenty five percent of the way through Borat right. because I w- it was just way too uh, cringy yeah. and I couldn't couldn't too do much it. cringe. Oh, yeah, way too much cringe. You can use it as a noun. Mm-hmm. You can say yeah, too much cringe, man. Mm-hmm. Too much cringe. Hopefully, this podcast is not too much cringe. But mm-hmm. if you want us to tone down the cringiness. Cringiness, it's all there. Yeah. Turn down the cringe, man. <laughs> wow, we're getting off. Tr- we're getting off track again. We're going. I think, off, I we're think going in a good off, way. In a good way. Yeah, guys, this is not because sometimes we talk about things that are a bit rubbish. This is not rubbish. This is good stuff. This is used all the time by native speakers, and especially recently. I, I would say yeah. that cringe um, yeah. in the way that we're talking about it in the past. 15. Yeah, 15 years, but especially the last five yeah. or seven, um, yeah. it has really increased in usage. Language is developing. Like this, no one from the 1950s would say that was cringy. No. No. No, never. Okay, we've got a few minutes left. We're up to 56 minutes. Oh, wow. So we do actually have one listener question Please. today. Please, yeah. Um, so let's take a little break, and we'll come back for our one listener question of the week. But it's worth it. So come back for that. See you guys in a couple seconds. All right, we're back. It's a nice long break. Heaps long. Heaps long. <laughs> that's a bit, that's an Australian <laughs> uh, usage, yeah. uh, Australian translation nice. of um, uh, Yeah. Um, so we use it to say a lot of. Yeah. Okay, or a lot. Yeah. So listen to the question was a really good one, actually. So the question was, um, hello, Jacob and Chris. I'm a bit confused. I don't know how to use I'm up, I'm down, and I'm on for something. As in, are you down for drinks, up for drinks, on for drinks? I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm so confused. I don't know what to use. Please help. Um, This was from Anita. So thank you, Anita, for your question. Thank you very much, Anita. Um, And we're going to answer it now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you mind if I start and you can chime in? Sure. Yeah. So firstly, let's focus on the best one, in my opinion, which is I'm down. Used very, very commonly. And it goes with preposition for. I'm down for something. And this means that you're willing to do it. You're ohotni. Mm -hmm. And like you want to do it. It sounds good. So if you're inviting someone for drinks, I would say, Chris, are you down for your drinks tonight? Yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can say, I'm down for that, or just, I'm down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm down. Sounds mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Obviously, for is a preposition, so you can follow it with an ing verb. You can say, are you down for doing another episode tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And you would say, uh, nah. I, I can't, I'm, yeah, I'm, nah. unfortunately. Yeah, no, nah, I'm not. Uh, I am not down for that. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, I would be, but unfortunately, I'm moving, so yeah. I'm not down for that. This is used all the time, super common. 
mm-hmm. and it's, it's it's great. It's great um, to be up for something. Very very similar usage. Mm-hmm. It also goes with for. You'd say, are you up for drinks? And I was thinking about this earlier. Feel free to disagree with me. It's pretty much the same meaning. I but think so. Are you up for drinks tonight? Just think of it as the same. But if you want to get into the details, I almost feel like it says, like, do you have the energy? Do you have the, the motivation to do it? Like, like, I would say things like, if you had to give a presentation, like, let, let's say I, I say, Chris, I'm going to make you give a presentation to all of our clients, 400 mm-hmm. students. Are you up for that? That feels more like, do you have the inner strength and desire mm-hmm. to do it? And I might say, I don't know if I'm up to the task. Yeah. Yeah. To, to be to up, be up to the task yeah. is to be good enough uh, or to be mentally uh, prepared enough, I mm. suppose, um, to achieve this, yeah. to do this thing yeah. successfully. Yeah. So more or less it's the same, to be down for something, to be up for something. But I'd say to be down is a bit more chill, a bit more like kind of, you know, with your buddies, are you down for Mm -hmm. some paintballing? A phrase that is entering, uh, recently entering the uh, English lexicon is to be down bad. And it means to be down for something, but in a really, really bad way. It's often used when talking about like, uh, well, being sexually interested in somebody. I'm so, so down like, bad for I'm this I'm going to have to be honest when you say stuff like this. I've never heard this before. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but have you ever used it? Uh, I have not because I'm, um, I'm already, I'm in my thirties, bro. All right. <laughs> this is something that, this is something that Zoomers use. This is something this is that like kids, 18. This is what the kids use? Yeah. Yeah. This is what kids these days okay, are talking about. I have to about. ask my sister about this. Mm-hmm. Um, to be down bad. And do you know how to use it in a sentence? Um, uh, that girl is so obviously down bad for this celebrity. Nah, that's nasty. I don't like it. That's nasty. Well, I, people use it. Okay. I'll wait until I hear it. Okay. Yeah, but I, I've not heard that before, but it's interesting. So mm-hmm. to be up and to be down for something, think of it as it's the same, mm-hmm. more or less. But to be up for maybe is asking if they have the capacity for it mentally or physically. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we have to be on for something. Now, this is different. And again, it's on four. Um, this is when you already made some plans with someone. Maybe you, maybe me and Chris, we, we made a plan last week to go out for drinks tonight. So I would say to him, hey, Chris, are we still on for drinks tonight? And this means like I'm checking if that plan that we made is still active. Is it still valid? Is it, are we still on for it? So it means you already planned it. And you're just kind of double checking with someone. So it's nearly always the same expression. You say, are we still on for whatever you planned? You agree with that? I agree with that. Yeah. 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 Because you can be down for something, but sorry, it's not on. Uh, I'm not on for it because something else came up. And yeah, I'm not on. Uh, it's not on anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And you can say things like, is the party still on? Mm-hmm. It means, is it still going to happen? You say, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how would we use it, Chris? Let's imagine um, that we arranged to do a podcast next Friday. Mm-hmm. What would you say to me on Thursday just to double check that it was still happening? So Jacob, are we still on for the podcast tomorrow afternoon? So, yeah, sure thing, man. As oh. long as we don't do those accents again. Okay. That's never happening again. <laughs> but, but yeah, so many email complaints. So, no, this was racist. <laughs> Discriminating against, against white American against women. Dumb blonde women from Southern California. <laughs> Oh, God. That, We're gonna that, get might, in, that might have been too far. We're going to get in trouble for this. Uh, okay, so that was our listener question. And that brings us to the end. Um, if you would like to learn more from us, you can check out our website, www.efcp.cz. You can find out information about our video courses, uh, about our vocab app, and some other stuff we have, like our books and other materials. So feel free to go and check that out. Um, we're a bit less insulting and racist in those materials but (laughs) the podcast is the most risque thing that we do i think but it was still a good time so um yeah we had a good time let's quickly go over what we did we learned how to say with a passion we strewn around something's a mess it's all everywhere uh enthusiast someone who is enthusiastic about a, a hobby or something to plug something is to advertise it on a show or podcast do you mind if i plug my my book and in this episode we plugged the farm and monkeytype.com yes check out monkeytype.com mm-hmm. the best place to type <laughs> 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 then we had we had our words of the week to go about is the way that the way that you do something i'm not sure how to go about 
cutting out that weird accents bit we did. Uh, my one was to reckon. It's like a combination of think and estimate. Um, and then we had put off. That's odradjit. That's a really good one, actually. It's those weird, those weird accents put me off listening to their podcast. Yeah. Hopefully, you have not been put off listening yeah. to us again next exactly. week, dear listener. Yes. And method, just because. I've got them on the mind this yeah. week. And yeah. there are other words as well, but method is, is a good one. Yeah, it is. Like it's crackhead. Crackhead. Sure. Well, crackheads are doing crack and methheads mm-hmm. are doing meth. Yeah. Yeah. There's no such thing for people who smoke too much weed. There's yes, no there is. Pothead. Pot. Oh, yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a very common one. Pothead. Mm-hmm. That's great. Is there any other heads? Method, crackhead, pothead. Mm. Uh, no, you wouldn't say cokehead. Um, Jarhead. It's like a marine. Uh, uh, deadhead for people that listen to the Grateful Dead, uh, but that's a bit of a dated term <laughs> oh, at this God. point. But yeah, oh, pothead, crackhead, methhead. Yeah. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. We're English for Czech people and all those places. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us five stars. If you think we deserve them, I think this episode could be a two star. <laughs> <laughs> but, but please, in that case, just 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 don't do it. You know, just. Go, go, have, little, yeah, go, leave go it have a now. drink. You know, we don't waste too much of your time. Leave um, this one unrated. Exactly, unrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you would like to help us pay our rent and help Chris pay for some new furniture, then head over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash EFCP. You can donate us a couple of euros. We'd appreciate it. A couple of crowns. A couple of crowns, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you very much. See you next time. Okay, ciao.